So now we've gone. 
basic rules are love God, love your neighbor. The Ten Commandments spell that out a little bit. What does that look like? And now in today's reading, we have Joshua and the Israelites gathered, coming to the land that God promised. And Joshua is saying, let's take a look at that covenant again. Let's remember and let's recommit ourselves to it. So it's not a new covenant, but it's a renewal of the covenant that was already made. This is Joshua's last address to the people. This is the last thing he's going to say to the people. So he wants to make sure they get this important point. God has brought you in this land. Look at all the good things God has done for you, right? And that's what that reading was that Russell read. This list of the good things that God has done for the people. Remember these things. Now you have a decision to make. Who are you going to serve? We didn't read the bit that follows after that, although we could have, but it's very interesting. So Joshua has put this out there. Who are you going to serve? And the people say, we're going to serve God. And Joshua says, no you're not. I know you. You say that you are, but you know you're not. And they say, no, we will, we promise. And Joshua says, you are witnesses against yourselves. You said you would. And they say, yes, yes, we are witnesses, we are witnesses, we will do this. And you know how the story goes. They don't. They don't. They don't stay faithful to God. Uh, they forget God all the time. So the book that follows Joshua is the book of Judges. And the book of Judges is this constant downward spiral where the people of Israel just things just keep getting worse and worse and worse. The cycle works like this. The people forget God and then their enemies get a little bit more control and they start to oppress them and the people cry out to God and God as always hears them and responds and sends someone to deliver them, rescue them and then things go well for a little while and then they forget God and then their enemies start to oppress them again. And then they cry out to God again. And God hears them. And God rescues them again. And then things are good. And then they forget again. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And by the end of the book of Judges, uh, the author is saying, it's getting so bad. Everyone just does whatever they want. We need a king. Well, we'll talk about the monarchy next week. But things just keep getting worse and worse and worse. And the cycle continues. Keep up their end of the covenant. 
Ritual is a great support to spiritual honesty. Because, well, think about some of the rituals that we have. Every Sunday when we gather, we have a confession. And we confess. We look in the mirror and say, okay, this is what I see. Uh, not so good. I mean, hey, lots of good, lots of not That's not cool. Lots of good, but not all of it. Right? It's okay. Because as soon as we confess that, what's the first thing we hear? You're forgiven. We always have the absolution. We always have this pronouncement that God's grace is bigger than whatever we can throw at it. And so we ritualize these things. Another way we ritualize this is at a baptism. So the baptismal vows, in fact, the second baptismal vows, anticipates that we're not going to stay faithful, anticipates that we're not going to keep the vows that we're making, anticipates that we're going to need to look in the mirror and say, oops, sorry, and uh, hear God's forgiveness. These are the words of the vow. Will you persevere in resisting evil, and whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord? There. Whenever you do this, because you're going to, because you're like the people of Israel, because you're like mm, people. You're like people. Uh, this is going to happen. And the response that we make in that battle, the response we make in all the battles, is, I will with God's help. I will with God's help. Now, there's some spiritual wisdom there, too, that we're not, we're not in this by ourselves. It's not all on us to keep up our God's forgiveness is there when we don't. God's spirit and strength is there for us to do it as well. So it's not all a story of failure, is it? It's also a story of redemption. It's a story of growth, right? Each covenant is a little bit more maturity. And that's just the way it is in our lives, in the spirit in our lives. So today we're going to celebrate Oliver's baptism. We're going to be reminded of our own baptisms and the covenants that we made and the 